You don't have to understand the Holy Spirit to have Him work through you. You just have to be willing, a willing vessel. You don't want to be a stagnant pool that just keeps collecting water. You need an outlet. You need some way to let this information and energy go so that God can keep flowing through you. Works the same thing with money. The more you give, the more you're given. The more talents you have that you use for God, the more He's going to use you in those talents and make them better for you. How well do you think I'd play the piano if I'd have never sat down? Now, I must say that I did sit down one day and I started playing the piano. Within two weeks I was playing for services. So God can do that. But how far do you think I would have progressed had I not used it for God? I made a commitment that day when that happened. And I knew it happened because somebody prophesied to me that it would happen. About a year before, I sat down at the piano. Somebody came up to me after they'd been in prayer and said, God just told me one day you're going to sit down at the piano and you're going to play like you've never played before. And you're going to use it for Him. And I've never used it for anybody but Him. I've had many offers to go other places and do other things. But I made a commitment to God to play only Christian music and do only Christian things with the music He gives me. Sure, that may have held me back in the world. I've been on tour before. I've had, I've had groups I've been on tour with. I've had groups that asked me to go on tour with them. But I weighed it against what I promised God that I would do with the gift He gave me. I'm not the best. I'm no Anthony Berger. I can't trip my fingers up in little knots on the piano. But I'm willing to use my gift for God only. In spite of the allures of what the world might offer. The same thing with the money. The same thing with every other talent that you may have. You need to give it to God and say, God, I'm going to use what you've given me. Even if it's the ministry of, who remembers? Meatloaf. Everybody remember that sermon? Ministry of Meatloaf? Nobody remembers? I'll have to preach it again then. People that make meatloaf for the family or the grieving, that's their ministry sometimes. Whatever your ministry may be, even if it seems to you very minute and very ineffective, God will use it to His glory. You have gifts that God wants you to use. And if you ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you and show you those things, be careful what you ask for. Because He will. He will honor your request. He may wait till you say, Well, God, if you don't want to do it, like our brother back there. Well, okay, fine. I'll, uh, Lord, if, if, okay, if I don't get to get it, well, you know, I'll, I'm alright with that. That's what God was waiting for, brother. He's waiting for you to say, well, here's what I want, but I'd rather have what you want. And then he comes in and does it. He's waiting for that moment in your life. God, not my will, but be done. That's when it hits you, isn't it? God loves you and wants the best for you. And it doesn't matter where you've come from before this day, what you've done before this day, what circumstances you're in today. God loves you and He wants to win with you. He's already won. He's already slated to win. The match is rigged. And He's given you the opportunity to get on the winning side. 
Azusa Street was great. Back then, it's great this week. But Azusa Street can happen on 5th Street. Azusa Street can happen in your house. In fact, you know, revival doesn't start in the church. It starts in your home. It starts in your heart. It takes a willing heart to start a revival. Now, oh, believe me, Satan will actively try to defeat the revival because he didn't want that to happen because he knows the outcome. But the good news is, the Bible says, in the end times, many will come. But there will also be a great falling away. And I believe that great falling away is not necessarily Christians. It's more going to be people that proclaim to be Christians that aren't. They don't understand Christianity. They don't understand what Jesus has done for them. So to make sure that the people you love and know don't have the part of being the ones that fell away, you need to live a Christian life and proclaim Jesus Christ to them. And if you need to change your lifestyle to reflect what Jesus wants you to reflect, then you better get busy with it. It may not be popular for you to do, but you need to do it because God will bless you for it and you'll be blessed beyond what you can possibly imagine when you yield to God's will. Many of you in this room have been through many hard things. So have I. And everyone that's been involved in a problem, their problem is the worst. I understand that. No one understands me. No one understands what I'm going through. And that's fine. Everybody has their perception of what they've gone through. Human nature. But I'm telling you, my God does reign and He will bring you through it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And He will make a way for you to escape when you're in a problem you can't seem to get out of. It's a promise. It's in the Word of God. You can't expect Him to obey what He said and keep His Word.